0: How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to 19-Year-Old Shrink. This is Will John Grande. Hope you're doing well. Today, we are going to talk about texting, texting anxiety, and overall some of the issues it causes and how we handle it. See, I've only grown up with texting, so I have no reference about what it was like before, but I can see the amount of anxiety it caused for others and also for myself, and simply just some unnecessary problems that it's caused as well. So I was talking to one of my family members a couple days ago, and they were saying that our generation is just a lot less direct in how we handle things. And that's what sparked the idea of this episode because the digital world is a huge contributor to that. It allows us to stay connected and be able to be in touch with people from all over the country, but it also takes away the body language and physical cues that can make it easier to communicate with others. And you might say, oh, well, to avoid that, why don't you just call or FaceTime? But as mentioned before, us human beings like to make things easy. We favor convenience. And texting is the fastest way to communicate out of those three options. So we just choose that one the most. And I feel like everyone adopts a different personality when texting versus what they're like in person, which makes it really difficult to understand what a vague message means. Meaning I'm a guy that someone could text and I take literally like four days to respond, or it might be like two minutes. And when someone, does that to me that's when I start creating a story around it your negativity bias comes in and you start looking for a situation where you could have screwed up and cling to that because although it's not good certainty it's certainty because in my opinion we always want to find a reason for something to be happening and positive or negative doesn't matter we find it so my friend who usually texts back within 30 minutes to an hour might take an entire day this is a hypothetical This has never happened before. And then because it's never happened before, you start thinking, oh, could I have done something wrong? They never do this. It must be because of me. And then it's all based on self-centered fear, where it could totally be something that's going on in their life. One of their family members could be sick. They were getting their phone repaired that day. They've been studying at the library all day because their parents are upset with how they're doing in school. And not a single part of that has to do with you. But because texting is kind of a mystery at times, it has a lot of vagueness to it we have the opportunity to help fill in that mystery in constructive or destructive ways. Or another one is they're responding to you with really short answers and you're sending these excited messages where you're happy to talk to them and they're giving you those one word answers. Hey, looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. It should be great weather for the game. And they respond with same here. And then you're imagining this conversation play out in real life. And the person has that same unexcited energy that is displayed in their text. Then, you see them and they're all excited for the game they're super cheery and are a ton of fun to be around and all that doubt oh they're not excited to spend time with me they'd rather do something else is thrown out the window and you just spent the entire day living in anxiety based on perception and not reality because that's what texting is think about times where you got worried based on someone's response time or their actual response and it ended up being nothing to worry about you simply were going to the worst case scenario my friends do this all the time with girls they're interested in or guys they're interested in. She says, oh, I sent two exclamation points and it took him two hours to respond and he gave me a one-word answer. Or my guy friend says, she sent me three smiley faces or had three Y's at the end of, hey, what does that mean? And it all becomes a guessing game. Picture it kind of like a Seinfeld episode when Jerry, George, Elaine, and Kramer are all sitting in the booth at the restaurant and just talking about the most minute details of the new people they're seeing in every episode. It's all overthinking, and the same thing happens here. Another one, and this is my least favorite of them all, is when someone says something and it doesn't even need to be a girl, but they're like, hey, can we talk? Or, dude, I found out something important that I should tell you. And my heart just stops because I'm like, what is it? Is it related to me? And then you text them back immediately and you say, sure, what's up? And they're like, let's just talk later. And then they leave you on this texting cliffhanger that gets you worried for the entire day. And then you see them and they say, hey, I just wanted to talk to you about this upcoming project I'm doing for class. And in that moment, I'm thinking to myself, what the hell? Because once they've mixed in the tone of voice and body language, I realize it wasn't that big of a deal. But texting takes that out and can cause anxiety. So some helpful tips to put you at ease is always flip the perspective. A person hasn't reached back out to you after four hours and they've never done that. Think about times where you've done that to other people and it was nothing that they did wrong. It's usually because you were busy or something came up. Remove yourself from your own lens and it does wonders, trust me. Then, always realize that people's texting personalities sometimes don't match up with their actual personalities. So the phrases or words they use in texting, just take them for their words and nothing else. I can tell you the number of times where I've texted a person I've never met to coordinate something for school. And they've been really bland and disinterested over text and I'm totally dreading meeting them in person. And they're the coolest people out there when I do meet them in person. So don't take the words personally. And when getting those cliffhanger texts, they suck. Trust me, I really don't like them. But really think hard enough and trust yourself. What really could I have done wrong? Because if you did something horribly wrong, you wouldn't know right off the bat. And if you didn't, Just know that certain people get frustrated by different things and you're not always going to be perfect and make everyone happy. So if you did something that made them upset, just go easier on yourself. This leads into my next and final point, which is arguing over text about important issues. So if it gets to that point, this is my number one pet peeve out there because I think it's a huge problem. And I've messed up with this a couple times, but so many people find this attractive because it's an easy out oh, I can show that I'm angry and send the same message without having to be confrontational and put myself in danger. Let me just send an angry text message that will leave them upset and confused. This gets you nowhere because at least in a conversation, there is the ability to have a back and forth dialogue where you can get a better sense of what the person is upset about. And once we have a specific idea of that, we can move forward. But a lot of times people wanna express their anger over text, but do it in a vague way. And then it leads to just destroying relationships. I'll give you a perfect example. We had some people over at our house at the beginning of the year, you know, to celebrate being back in college. Maybe we were a little louder than we should have been. And this 40-year-old guy who has young kids understandably texts my friend, but he does it in a way that's very confrontational, although it was over text. He was cursing him out, saying this is ridiculous and that other neighbors were complaining. I get his number, reach out to him and say, can we talk in person? I think it'd be better to get this sorted out. The dude did not respond to me. 40-year-old guy who chose to solve his issues over text by cursing us out, a bunch of college kids, expected to get what he wanted from us, but he didn't because he didn't want to have the confrontation with us. And all I wanted to do was get a read on where he was at because that doesn't happen over text. And then we went to all the other neighbors and talked to them and they really appreciated it because we solved our problems face-to-face. And none of them even knew who the guy was. So he was lying about the neighbors being really upset because most were like, we've been in college before, have some fun. And it wasn't even bothering them that much. And all this was solved with in-person communication. So just to wrap up, texting is a great tool, but can cause a lot of anxiety for people involved and unnecessary frustration that can be solved a lot quicker when having in-person conversations. And when faced with those doubts or worries when in a texting world, remember, to flip the script and imagine it with you on the other side. Remember that everyone has different texting personalities and trust yourself because chances are it's not about you. And from there, if someone does have a conflict with you, always mention to them about meeting in person or having a call with them because the issue will be able to be stopped a lot quicker from there. So that's all I got for you guys today. Hope you enjoyed today's talk. If you want to reach out to me, my Instagram page is 19 Year Old Trink Podcast. My personal page is WJG23. Thank you so much and hope you have a great rest of your day. Take care.